Hi, I'm Samantha Varner, and this is the She Needs Grit podcast, the show where I dig into how to prioritize profit in your business and build an empire using grit and strategy and doing it in a simple, no BS kind of way. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is the She Needs Grit podcast, and I am your host, Samantha Varner. It is later in the afternoon on a Sunday, and I am recording this episode for you. I am looking for you to dive right into this episode, okay? So this is going to be a pen and paper episode or re-listen to this episode. I want you to know that if you're sitting here listening to this podcast and you want to increase your profits, I'm going to give you seven of the things that will make a difference in your bottom line and grow your business. So some of these things are going to come up and you're not going to know how they're relating to your business or you're not going to see it as directly relevant. And I want you to, instead of assuming this isn't for me, this wouldn't make a change in my business, this doesn't actually impact what I'm doing, I want you instead to ask the question, how could this relate to me growing my profit in my business right now? Can you see outside your kind of our narrowed vision, right? We all get used to seeing things a certain way, expecting them to be a certain way. And I want you to suspend your disbelief and dive into the possibility that all seven of these are relevant in your business right now, and I want you to investigate how that could be true. So we're going to start this out by opening our mindset to this. I want you to really, really think about that in the back of your head as we move through. We're going to talk about these seven different ways to grow the profit in your business, and I know you're going to find some amazing information in this episode today. Okay. So these are in no particular order. This isn't an expectation of like, follow these seven steps in order. This isn't like baking a cake. So I want you to listen. I want you to absorb. I want you to pay attention to what grabs you and maybe what pisses you off because sometimes it's the stuff that pisses you off or kind of puts you off a little bit that is actually where you need to start. So taking that into consideration, I want to first talk about the number one thing that we're going to talk about today, which is knowing and charging your worth. Okay, so as business owners, some of you are in businesses where you're going to immediately respond by saying, I don't have an ability to charge a certain amount. I don't have control over the pricing. Therefore, I cannot set the prices in my industry. And I'm thinking about not only, but definitely people that are possibly in real estate where you feel like the market is absolutely dictating what property is selling for in your area, be it, you know, price per square foot, that sort of thing. But I want you to think about this from a different perspective, from kind of a shifted perspective from that. How is it that you determine the pricing for your product or your service? How are you creating that expectation on your own self on what people are willing to pay? How are you determining what is a reasonable profit margin for a particular product or service? 
I want you to think about these things. I want you to consider, are you charging your worth? Are you, if you break down the hours that you work for a client on a particular project, how much money are you making? What feels good to you? I know that if you're currently sitting in a situation where you are starting to feel resentful about client work or that you are putting in more time than is fair to you, those sorts of feelings often will lead me to say, let's question how much we're charging. Let's question whether or not you are being paid fairly for the value that you're bringing to the transaction. Now, equally, this is a time to reflect on how much are you charging and are people paying it? Are you confidently saying when you are talking about your pricing for clients or potential clients, are you absolutely owning that pricing and feeling incredibly good about it? These are all questions to start asking because knowing and charging your worth makes you super motivated to do your job, makes you excited about what you are delivering to your clients day in, day out, and creates joy in the process of building a business. If you're not feeling this way about the way that your service and your product are being charged, are being are being um, priced, you need to reevaluate this. This makes it hard to sell if you either think that's not enough money and I'm going to be annoyed the second I get a new client, or I'm not sure I'm even worth this much. So ask yourself those questions. Okay. The number two tip for today is being visible in your space. Now, this visibility can be on social media, or it can be in person, or it can be in a massive variety of ways, right? In-person networking, you can advertise locally or nationally, depending on your business. You can be hosting community events. You can be doing client pop buys. You can be farming neighborhoods if you're in real estate. If you are somebody who owns a private practice type business, then how are you being visible in the community? How are you getting out there and making sure that people are associating your service with you? How do people know you exist? And that is all visibility. So you might not enjoy social media. And honestly, you don't have to grow a business on social media. If you do grow a business on social media, you don't have to be on all social medias, okay? There is value in niching down not only to who you help, but where you're showing up and doing it from an exceptional exceptional piece. So if you are not sure or if you feel overwhelmed with your visibility plan, I need you to consider perhaps scaling it back a little bit until you get more confident in where you are showing up. If you're sitting there right now feeling a little sheepish and honestly that you're not showing up, then visibility can be a massive shift in your business, which I guarantee will propel forward your profit. Okay. The one that follows that for me always is connecting with intention. So it's one thing to post on social media or show up at the Chamber of Commerce meeting or, you know, host a happy hour in your community. It is another thing if you're going into these events or these social media posts with an active stating what I do, who I help, and what I'm looking for from you. 
you can spend a whole lot of time accidentally networking in a way that creates a number of friends and colleagues and just um, people in your life that don't actually know you're asking them for business. They don't actually know that you're seeking out somebody that is a client of a certain look and they can't help you. So in no way am I saying accost everybody that you see with the intent of making them your client. In fact, I argue very strongly against that. Instead, what I want you to be thinking about is your exposure to people allows them to be an ambassador for your business. If they clearly understand what your business is, what the service provides, how you can help people, who those people are that need to be helped, they can go out and be ambassadors for you in the world. So be cognizant of when you're having communications and conversations with people that you are deeply intending for them to walk away with clarity on who you are and who you help and what you have to offer right now. Okay, what comes following that for me is remembering to be actively selling. Again, what I see with clients sometimes is that passive level selling, right? Where we are holding consults, but not really asking for the business. We're meeting and greeting people and not asking for the business. We are failing to identify those selling signals when they are faced right in our face. And we're allowing these potential clients to just move on, get help elsewhere, or we are giving them so much information, so many details on how they can fix their business or their problem or their issue that they actually don't need us anymore, right? How many of you have found yourself in that position where you inadvertently have completely solved the problem or at least made the potential client feel like, well, now I've solved the problem and I don't need help anymore. I want you to think about this as you go and really consider, are you actively selling and looking for those sales buying opportunities where you are capable of selling your services? Okay. The next one that we have is letting go of the busy work, or maybe it starts with identifying the busy work. Yeah, we all do this. It is a way to buffer. It is a way to avoid actually doing the work that we feel like we don't know how to do. We're a little bit unsure. We're very nervous about it. Um, We just don't know what is the next step to take. And so we'll spend a whole lot of time perfecting things like the profile on our Instagram or really making sure that the caption that we wrote is absolutely perfectly worded or spending hours and hours and hours and hours on a PowerPoint presentation for a networking event. These things often are a way of just avoiding doing the hard work, avoiding doing the getting out, meeting people, making offers work. So if that's you, I want you to just consider really taking a very direct look at your calendar and say to yourself, how much time am I spending out in the world trying to make sales? And how many minutes of my day or hours of my day Am I doing behind the computer in a very protective stance, not actually selling? Think that through, you guys, because I promise you, 
the more time you spend forward-facing, selling yourself, selling your services, becoming visible, the better. Okay, and in this, if that feels hard or you feel like you suspect you might be doing that, but honestly, whatever the task is you're avoiding with the busy work, you don't even know where to start, right? It feels difficult and overwhelming. I want you to start with the smallest step. My argument always, and I do this with my clients and I do this with my kids when they say like, I don't know how, or I don't know what to do next, or I don't know how to create that. I often will ask the question, how could you start? What would be the smallest next step you could take to create movement towards the goal? It doesn't have to be the thought out 75 stage plan. It just has to be the next step. And then we come up with the next step and the next step and the next step from there. And eventually you're going to be able to look backwards and see the addition of all those little tiny pieces creates the desired result, which of course in a business had better be more profit. I want you guys all thinking about what actions I'm taking in my business that creates greater profit. Because without sales in your business, it is a hobby. Okay? So the smallest action to create the desired result. Okay. Number seven. I can't say this often enough. I can't say, first off, how often maybe how important I have found this stage in my business growth. And that is why I continue to talk to you guys about this is you need to invest in the things that you don't know. You need to invest in the growth of your business. You need to actively grow your mind beyond where it currently is. You need to actively pursue the knowledge or the insight, or the mindset growth that you don't currently have. And I cannot think of any greater way to do that than to hire a coach. Now, I am a huge proponent of one-to-one coaching and also group coaching. I personally have invested in both repeatedly, and I find massive level value at both sides. If you are feeling like this list of six things before this is overwhelming or is hard, or you're looking and thinking, I don't have profit, or my profit is nowhere near where I want it to be, I am in your ears for a reason. I get exceptional growth for my clients. They are hitting and exceeding their goals. They are increasing their bottom line profit. They are shifting the products and services that they offer. They're simplifying their lives so that business becomes easy it becomes sustainable, and it becomes something that they enjoy. It also has the ability to change the wealth that you have in your family. And that is not a small feat, you guys. This is what I do. I excel at helping people make more profit in their business right now. So if any of these seven badass ways to grow your business caught your eye, made you feel a little sheepish, or made you realize you should be in a classroom with me raising your hand, then I cannot encourage you more strongly to 
hop on my DMs on Instagram at shecollective.biz and book a consult. Just DM me, tell me I need help, and let's have a conversation about what it is that you currently need to grow the profit in your business and how I can help you do that exact thing. All right, guys, until next week, we'll speak again. I want to hear how you're growing your profit. Please leave a rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast and let me know what you're loving or what you want to hear more of when you leave that review. Thanks so much. Talk to you next week. Are you ready to build your business to six figures? Then you need to book a profit assessment with me, Samantha Varner, Profit Coach of She Collective. Discover how working with me as your profit coach will change the trajectory of your business. Using my proprietary crush formula, I help you identify and renovate the areas of your business that are holding you back from creating the money you know is possible. Book your call at bit.ly backslash profit maker call and let's get started. All right, that's a wrap for this week. You know that my favorite thing to do is talk shop with driven entrepreneurs building profitable businesses, which is all of you guys. I love all of the feedback that I am getting from you and the comments. Please keep them coming. Rate or review the show in your podcast player. This allows other gritty women to find this podcast and create their best business life too. As always, come and visit me on Instagram at shecollective.biz or B-I-Z if you're in Canada. We'll talk soon. We'll talk soon.